was doing. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ray. Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're wrapping up Penny Read Month with Homecoming King. That we are. That we fucking are. Wow. That my brain just like stopped for a second. Like, what what are you doing? What is she doing? Yeah. Words. What are words? So yeah, we're 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 wrapping up Penny Reed month. Yeah, we are. It's been a good month. Yep. It's also it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been, in fact, one week since you looked at me. Um, <laughs> it's literally been one week it since you been. looked at me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, also, in addition to the two books that we read for the podcast, I also read another Penny Reed book. And um, reread a significant portion of Friends Without Benefits. So, oh, you know. for for this month. Yes. Not like in the week. No, no, like this month. I oh. also read. <laughs> I also read her other her um, newish one now, um, Ten Trends to Seduce right. Your Best Friend, and um, of course, my favorite, Friends Without Benefits. Nice. Yeah. So, if you guys didn't get the four one one on our last episode. Um, we got a thing up there. We have a, uh, a GoFundMe. If we get up to, was it a hundred dollars? Was it? I think so. hundred dollars. I will read everything except for Scarlet's book. Yeah. Yeah. Cause again, I don't want to walk into Lake Erie with stones in my pockets. Um, <laughs> I don't want to Virginia Wolf myself. Um, I will read all of them and write glowing reviews. I'm sure. Um, you will. I mean, they're all good. Yeah. But you know how I feel about my reviews. I spend I a good amount of time on them. You do. A sad amount of time. It's not sad. I mean. It's lovely. It, thank you. But it shows you care. Like, well, this, you know, that's what I, I'm going for. Like, because nothing pisses me off more on Goodreads where it's like, besides the fact that they've got, it's a, it's A or C, they've not only misspelled most of it, the grammar's <laughs> horrible. I mean, it, the review is. And right. they've probably didn't get the name of the characters right that's what makes me mad i'm like do you really want this five-star review from this person who could barely put a sentence together cool it bothers me when someone leaves a review that's like three sentences especially if it was like an arc where like i look at that like a gift right like someone has given you their book prior to release you at least need to I mean, three sentences is not enough. Like, right, especially with ones that what, been, name one thing you liked about this book. Especially ones that have been turned, like they've turned people down for them. That makes me yeah, really yeah. mad. Oh my god! One of our friends on TikTok got like a box with like swag and stuff of husband material, and I was like, "I am so jealous." Just all caps. I commented, "I am so jealous," and she was like, "I am not worthy." <laughs> Yeah, so so jealous. Did you, did you see the trailer for the book today? That they that um, 
You're looking at me like, no. On the break, we will watch it together. Okay, perfect. It's perfect. amazing. Perfect. Because he put, yeah, perfect. he because uh, uh, Al- Alexis put uh, put it out on his Instagram today, and oh it's my like God. I don't know if somebody made. I would assume somebody like his promotional team made it, but it's probably awesome. It's awesome. I'm so excited! I know. <sighs> Veronica. Yeah. Tell me something good. Listen. <laughs> okay, Alex Jones. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Ween does no. that too, and I have to pull. I was like, "Listen, Alex Jones, listen." Or no, what's the other not. one he uses? Listen, or I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. There's another one. Fucker. Look, look, <clears throat> look, and listen, <laughs> Alex. Stop, drop, and roll. Edward um, Jones. So, uh, I didn't have a great week. <clears throat> However, bacon exists in the world. Bacon, and that's my bright spot. Yeah, bacon. Oh, I love bacon. Yeah, I had bacon for dinner. Like, I mean, with dinner. I made this, like, delicious, um, it's a smitten recipe, and it's just, like, mostly frozen stuff. So nice. she, of course, says, like, prosciutto, and I'm just like, well, this bacon's great, okay? It's a salty meat. And so, like, just, like... <laughs> as am I, I'm a salty meat. <laughs> as am I. Yeah. So yeah. I made some bacon and it's just like frozen tortellini and frozen peas and some parmesan cheese and ricotta well i think it's supposed to be creme fraiche but i always put ricotta on it perfectly delicious totally wonderful bacon is my fucking bright spot this week i love it i love it yeah i also love bacon did not love this week nor much of the events of the past month anywho let's talk about something else bright ray um, so I don't have much cause I don't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> yeah. I like literally, <laughs> we took my dad out for his birthday. To, oh to my dinner. God. Did I miss his birthday? I am the fucking worst. No. Well, usually we spend his birthday at the Irish festival, but they canceled that this year. So. Oh God damn it. I am the worst. But we talked about when the we Irish festival. Talk. So it's, it's coming yeah. up. Um, no. So we were laughing because the place we went to was like, there was a lot of people you could sit outside and um, I was like, they're like, do you want to go somewhere? Like my dad's like, do you want to go to this other place? And I was like, I'm just going to go home. I'll see you guys later. And he's like, you're the one who's the crazy person about too many people at a restaurant. And I was like, fine. Fine. It was almost like I had to like, then prove myself that I could go in there with more people and feel like, okay about it. But that's not my bright spot. Even though I did have bacon that night. Um, Delicious. Yeah. No, I have been, I have been putting stuff on in the background and like listening to things, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is actually, I sat down and watched it. This wasn't during work time. I sat down and watched it. I, I finally finished the second season of Resident Alien on sci-fi. <laughs> and okay, okay, two, I got two, I got another thing too. And so the first is Resident Alien. If you've not watched it, it's so fucking funny. Alan Tudyk is amazing. Like, He's so underrated as an actor. It his the choices he makes are fucking brilliant. The way he talks because he's an alien in a human body, so the way he talks is like he, he's like a lot of it's him yelling at children, and it's amazing. He tells the one he's like, "You are stupid. <laughs> you are a shit pocket." 
You know what it reminds me of? Like, the talking like that reminds me of Third Rock from the Sun. It's exactly like that. I mean, they're like, aliens, so yeah. Yeah, because he speaks in, like, a more robotic manner. Yes, and he, and the way he does it, he makes his voice fluctuate, too. So it's like, I like am a... modular? Yeah, like, it, he'll be like, you are a stupid hu- human. Like, he does <sighs> it. It's, like, it's amazing. And he even walks, like, he walks weird. And it's Alan Tudyk, and he's handsome, and it's, like, whatever. Yeah. So it's it's awesome. I would totally recommend it. I actually liked it better than the first season. Uh, Linda Hamilton is in it? Oh, and yes, she is. Okay. Um, yeah, and the girl who plays like the sidekick or quote unquote maybe love interest at some point is this beautiful uh, uh, Native Sarah American Tomko? woman. Yeah, Native American woman. She's gorgeous. She's also like normal size like she is like definitely pear-shaped like she she's a like a curvy woman and i'm like thank you thank you like it's representation on all fronts it's fantastic we have someone of poc and we also have someone who is like uh, a, a plus size or a definitely a larger size woman i'm gonna chat you is this the woman because there's a couple women it's the one who played her name's thing. asta on it yeah this is her yeah um and she's great she's on beautiful. it she and she's beautiful and she's great on it and um like at one point he's he's building a bunker so the two of them <laughs> can live they can live with everyone else and everyone else will die <laughs> yeah she's gorgeous Perfect. Perfect. yeah um Love so that's my first yeah and the second one is i i realized this week I don't know why I was, I was looking up for Good Omens 2 because it should be coming out uh, sometime before the end of the year. And I was like, well, move, there's a date release. And I found out after I used all of my Audible credits that David Tennant and Michael Sheen had recorded the audiobook of Good Omens. And they released it last year. And I did not know that before I used up all my credits because I didn't know. And so I was like, well, I looked at seeing buying the audiobook or rejoining Audible. And it's cheaper to rejoin Audible because it was like $10 cheaper. And so I downloaded that and I listened to the preface and it was perfect because it was David Tennant and Michael and Michael Sheen doing Crawley and Aziraphale and it was fantastic. So, Aww. yeah, yay. That's nice. One of my favorite books, my two of my favorite actors. So, yay. Awesome. Yeah. Love that story. Thank you. Well, I've got two things for you. Which one do you want first? So exciting. Um, I've got a quiz or I've got a card. Let's do the card first. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Gear of six card. Trying to make sure I get the right pile. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me just shuffle them. Shuffle them off to Buffalo. Okay. This one. Wow. Ah, uh, okay. This is four out of five. This is an arch. Again, it's, you know, it's arbitrary numbers. Four out of five. Arched leg wrap. <laughs> we stand to expense. Um, he uses a cushion or his hands to raise her pelvis to better expose her clitoris. His thrusts stimulate the clitoris more directly and she achieves a better orgasm. And that is the picture. Where is her other leg? On the other side. So he's like oh, okay. in between. He's got both of her legs back here. So it's it's missionary, but she's elevated a little bit onto his thighs. Okay. All right. I don't have a book right off the... 
Because this was kind of like, okay, okay, authors who possibly might be listening to this. A little bit more, and this is just this is just because we want it for the for to match our cards. <laughs> more descriptions, please. I mean, this is like essentially like he, he puts a pillow under her. Well, I mean, similar to like putting pillow a pillow or, under her. Pillow or hands. Well, this picture though, he's pulled. He's he he's heaved her up. Yes, like onto his legs. Onto his legs. So the yeah. description and the technique don't really match right right because if, if you think about it, the cushion is his th- are his thighs correct yeah it's, it's a more severe angle i would imagine it is definitely pile driving for sure <laughs> someone's having a good night <laughs> someone is definitely coming all over <clears throat> your face anyhow I mean, as long as well, 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 as long as his hands are going down south of the border and making sure, you know, making sure this, the things are taken care of down on the border. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Letting the fingers join the party. Yep. <laughs> so that is our year of sex card. I don't have anything for that one. I'm sorry, guys. I don't either. I mean... I don't either. It, oh, but similar things probably. Yeah, I mean, missionary. Period. I have another thing after I actually about the quiz. I want to talk to you about. So I want to bring up something that we talked about via text today. But I, I like to bring it up on the, on the podcast. This vision. Okay. But here is <clears throat> I have a quiz for you. Okay. Very excited. Mm-hmm. Very excited. So this is uh, this quiz is answer these romantic comedy questions and we'll reveal what stock character you'd be in a com- rom com. Okay. Pick a city to set a rom-com in. London, Singapore, Vancouver, New York, Los Angeles, or Tokyo. London. Pick a rom-com job. Gallery owner, TV anchor, writer, architect, baker, or bookshop owner. I pick writer. Okay. Pick a classic romantic comedy line. No, I like you very much. Just as you are. Oh, dying. Um, <laughs> I'm the exception. You're my exception. I think I'd miss you even if we... we I think I'd miss you even if we'd never met. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. Anyhow, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was like, I know. Okay. I came here tonight because when you realize... Okay. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want that rest of your life to start as soon as possible. The last one is, you can't just buy me a guitar every time you screw up, you know? Yeah, I know. But when you, but then, you know, there's always drums, a bass, and maybe even one day a tambourine. That's from... That's from 10 Things I Hate About You. That's right. That's right. Because I immediately went to the Kira Knightley movie. Anyhow, guess which which one? Um, I want the one that says you are my exception. That is from, um, he's just not that into you. Okay. Okay. Pick a romantic comedy from the last decade. Bridget Jones's baby. <laughs> we talked about that last time. <laughs> we did. Crazy stupid love to all the boys I've loved before. The big sick bridesmaids or crazy rich Asians. Uh. I know. I was like, okay. 
I think I've seen none of them. Well, I've seen um, To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which is very cute. It's just that it's a high school. Right. Right. It's kind of creepy when you think about it. When Like, I'm not going to be, like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I guess I pick Crazy Stupid Love. Mm-hmm. Okay, except for that one storyline with the, the babysitter sending yeah. the underage kid. The fuck was wrong, people? Come on! Awkward. Pick an actor who has starred in a rom-com. Constant Wu, Constance Wu, which crazy rich agent, I believe. Um, Colin Firth, Noah Centino, Anne Hathaway, Gabrielle Union, or Paul Rudd. This is like a little bit unfair. I mean, I know who I'd pick. I mean, it's although, yeah, I mean that one is tough now. I think this about is it. unfair. Like, yeah, because you got Mister Darcy and you got Ant Man. <laughs> Or Josh, Josh. I'm sorry, Josh. Right. I mean, that's where it's coming from. Although Ant Man, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, this is difficult. I gotta say, Colin Firth. I just have to. Yep. Pick something romantic comedies give you un- gave you. Oh, God, I can't read tonight. Pick something romantic comedies gave you unrealistic expectations about. One, the likelihood of someone rushing to the airport to declare their undying love for you. Nine <laughs> Eleven kind of ruined that. So. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> How easy and commonplace it is to work at a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> the chances of bumping into your soulmate at a coffee shop or bookstore. That after having sex, you will wander around in an oversized button-toned shirt. That many romances actually stem from bets being placed. Oh, God. Am I a bet? Am I a fucking bet? Oh, this is difficult. All those are so good. Like, those are really excellent, mm-hmm. uh, like, tr- I don't know, tropes, I guess. Like, from. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think number one prior to 9 11 actually might have happened. Yeah, it could have, yeah. I suppose. If, you know, if he wanted to, he would. Um, man, that is difficult. Uh,. I feel like the coffee shop type meeting, though, like where yeah. someone is just so enamored by you, like that they're just taken by you. Yeah. Yeah. Not I mean, I, I've been to many a coffee shop and I've never found somebody like, oh, my God, I need to go speak to this person. Yep. No. Pick a romantic comedy ending, a proposal, a wedding, a kiss at the airport, driving off into the distance, a kiss in a big public place or dancing, even if it doesn't make sense to. Hmm. I guess a kiss in a public place. Oh, oh no. Um, the unsuitable partner. <laughs> Seriously, in rom-com terms, you are the worst. You'd be a cartoon villain. A person that says stuff like, hey, babe, you're like totally banging. Would you like to also speak like a surfer from 2001? But I want to bag like other people, you dig? Or conversely, one who is very uptight and says stuff like, I can't believe you mispronounced Chateaubriand at at the restaurant and in front of my parents. This weekend, Martha's Vineyard is ruined! Unsurprisingly, you would be poorly suited to the romantic lead, but would push them further into the direction of their true love. 
See, I don't think I'd be either of those directions, but unsuitable lover is probably accurate. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I don't want to date you. <laughs> I actually don't like you or any of your friends. Yeah. Um, um, could we not spend time with them? That'd be great. Uh-huh. Cool. Can we just like maybe hang out at home and just watch Resident Alien? Cool. 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 We could actually be friends um, because oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't I mind mean, you in that capacity. Right. I like your dick every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but Tuesday and Thursdays are mine. Thank you to myself. So you can go spend time with your friends then. We're just friends on Monday. I'm friends with your dick on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Fair. Yep. I call him mm-hmm. Mr. Johnson. There it is. Um, so the other thing I wanted to chat about very briefly was I sent uh, Veronica a link today to what season three of Bridgerton is going to be about. Well, you sent me the cast list, right? Yeah, but in there they talk about what it's going to be about. Oh, I just skimmed to oh. the photos. Okay, well then let me let me um, it, let me um, school you. <laughs> so the word I was saying. Let me school today. you. Let me, let me school you some stuff. Um, let me uh, enlighten you of what they were saying in here. So let me get here. Let me get here. Let me get to this place. I let me get to this place in my my brain. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. Having finally given up on her long-held crush on Colin Bridgerton, following his harsh words last season, Penelope now only cares about marrying and moving far away from her mother and sisters. Not in the book. I guess what she, what he didn't count on is the lessons working. Oh, oh, so what he's trying to do. Okay, let me go back further. As many of us have long suspected, Bridgerton season three will center around Penelope Featherington as she resolves to take a husband, preferably one who will provide her with enough independence to continue her double life as Whistledown. Um, however, Penelope's attempts on the marriage mart quickly fail given her lack of self-confidence. Enter Colin, replete with a new look and a serious sense of swagger, who is eager to help eager to win back Penelope's friendship. He therefore offers to mentor her in the way of confidence and helps her find a husband for the season. Literally one of the tropes I fucking hate in romance novels. The matchmaking shit. Um, That sucks. I I guess what he didn't count on is the lessons working a little too well and soon Colin must grapple with whether his feelings for Penelope are are truly just friendly. So all those guys that they introduce at the end of that article, I'm assuming are probably love interests. Love interests for her. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Somebody quote, somebody commented. So we're really not just, we're not following the books at all. Cool. Cool. And of course me being an asshole had to also reply to that and saying, thank you. I'm like, yes. I mean, I, I, I said second, the second book barely, I mean, it was a fever dream of what actually, I said it, the interpretation of season two, of the second book to season two. I said, I mean, I am, it was, it was, I was upset when I read that. I was like, wow, not only are you fucking around with how it's set out, like laid out, but then you you're like also the just perfect friends to lovers set up. Yes. And then well, you the... just fucking ruin it. Yep. I mean, at this point, why call it Bridgerton? Why? Because it's not, it's not Bridgerton anymore. Like, You've already removed Luke's, you know, uh, uh, Benedict's story. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad. For, I feel bad I feel for, bad Julia for Quinn. the Benedict character. Like, I feel bad for Julia Quinn. 
Do you think she's signing off on it? I mean, I don't think I she don't has know. a choice at this point. She might not. I think not. she probably I mean, sold four seasons of her books for probably an astronomical amount of money. Yeah, I mean, to some extent, I'm like, I don't know, man. She's getting the money for it. What does she care? You know? But at the same time, like, it's not encouraging. Like, it'd be different if people were like, man, I really love that. I want to go read the book. But right. I don't think anybody is. I really don't well, think that. Well, Cherry Pop did. And my friend from work did. Is that possible because we kind of told people to go do the maybe. book? I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, so we're going to be the social justice warriors of, ben, of Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah we'll be SJWs of Bridgerton. It's fine. Totally fine. We will we will review it because we will. We will and I will course, be yeah. angry through all of it yep. because I will. Yep. And you guys will love it because I'm going to be fucking furious. Yep. The, the rage will not be able to... The Nicholas Cage will not be in a... The Nicholas Rage will not be in a cage. Nice. You can't cage Nicholas Rage's... Uh, know, despite all my rage, I am still... Just Nicholas just... Cage? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's all I think I wanted to bring up. Let's go <sighs> and talk about this beautiful book that we both oh love very much. God. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I just like roided screamed at that point. I think it was a Rambo in the in the in the the jungle somewhere. Mm -hmm. Coolio, yeah. Let's um let's take a brief respite, and we'll be back in two and two. (laughs) And we're back. We're back, bitches. Yes. There's a man in my house. I see that. <laughs> Call the police. Call the police. <laughs> Poor Mr. Veronica. It's been an evening. Yes. So the review that I wrote, I wrote for um, our dear friend SL Prater. Um, no. I wrote my the first the first line was, guys, this month's been a year. It's accurate. I'm telling you. Yep. Yep. This month has been a year. Yep. And the past year has been a full decade. I am a different person. I mean, physically and mentally, I'm a different person. Same. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. But you know what's not different? Our love affair with... With Penny Reed. Yes. Yeah. Not different at all. Has no. not changed at all. No. If anything, has grown stronger. It's stalwart in its simplicity. Um, <sighs> I feel like she'd appreciate that word. Stalwart? stalwart. Oh, it's one of yeah. my favorites. Mm-hmm. I feel like she would just... I mean, she's nerdy yeah. a little bit, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, not just a little. She's a lot nerdy. She's and pretty I, nerdy. I love yeah, her she's for pretty it. nerdy. Anybody who's I like a pretty vocal proponent of fan fiction... Yeah. Also, like the number of really nerdy heroines that she's written. Or, I'm sorry, that she's written. That she's wrote. Um I like it. Um no, I agree. In my mid to late thirties. <laughs> Again, IEC two seconds ago when we were talking about how fucking this month has been a decade. It's fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> We're drinking, okay? I can't read. She can't speak. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's a good thing we have a podcast about books. 
<laughs> I can't be right. Um, okay. Um, anyway, the number of like really nerdy and like exceptionally brilliant heroines that she has written, mm-hmm. like spe- specifically, I'm thinking of like her hypothesis series mm-hmm. where like one of them is. God, I forget. She's like a physicist or something in the other yeah. one. Is, well, it, I mean, it, they're brilliant. What's that one that I like that it, it, the, um, well, the, it's the brother. The, the brother is uh, the hypothesis. No, hy- yeah, hypothesis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It That's, um, what the hell is his name? Abram is his name. Yeah. and then, Marie's but, brother. Marie, mm-hmm. but Marie's book is very much like, because she's a nerd. She's like. She's a writer. She's a writer, but her, like, the love interest is a huge fucking huge nerd. Huge nerd. Yeah. Like, he's a statistician. He's like a statistician. statistician yeah. yeah. I need to um, go back and read that one. I like that one a lot. That one was really good. I did go back and look at some of that. Um, in my pen, in Penny Read Month, like, I have gone back to look through mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff. Because um, the Knitting in the City series is how I got introduced to her via you. Um and so that's where I started with her, Yeah, you know, so it, it will always hold a special place in my heart. And I love that a lot of her heroines practice needle arts. Yeah. Much like Penny Reed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is no exception. I would like right. to say in here, I would, I would have put a little like caveat in here and say, Penny, I, I don't know what's going on with you right now, but I only am wishing you the best because I know that things yes. are rough right now. So mm-hmm. From CLBC to you, we just mm-hmm. want you to be healthy and safe and take care of yourself. Yep. Absolutely. So we don't want you to be a robot. Because nope. I, I think it hit me really hard reading this book and looking at, like, here's what's coming ahead. I was like, she's got literally fucking six books coming out. I'm like, yeah. girl, I immediately was like, oh, Jesus, Penny, call, settle. Like, I know, but all, I mean. Can we all as a fucking, like, as a community just tell these authors you don't Th- need okay. to be they machines. Don't need, yeah. There's something it's, good about being like, is anticipation. Anticipation. Yeah. There's something well, good like, about that. Mariana Zapata. Yes. Does not come out with a book every like two to three books a year. Yes. And actually recently cherry pop was like, I'm going on vacation. Um, what it like something. I think she was asking me like, have you read the latest Mariana Zapata? And I was like, yeah, Rhodes. Mm hmm. And she was like, no, I read that one. And I was like, I'm sorry, did Mariana Zapata come out with a book and I don't know about it? Like, how? But she didn't. Like, we were just trying to, yeah. like, figure out she figured that, that she this, this, this She probably had because everyone's releasing, like, six books a year. And you're like, you literally can't. Like, No, like, I, I mean, it just... But I understand going all the way back to that Hulu documentary, yes. Naughty Books, like how the authors are so pressured to come out with books so quickly. But I think there's a difference and I'm going to say this and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for it. I think there's a difference between like steamy books and just it erotica. And those are books that are written mostly just for, it's like plug a into B equals C and not really worrying about the plot. I feel like, Listen, there is there is merit to all of this. Agreed. Okay? Agreed. Like, I'm not saying that, like, plug A into B and you get C is, like, bad. No. No, 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 no. But it's just, it's just different. And right. so, like, and sometimes that's great. No, you know, like, I mean, sometimes that's what you're looking for. Well, right. And because, like, like I just, look at our friend just EL, different. too, because mm-hmm. EL's got, like, her books are very, like, more along the lines of, uh, are, 
but she's got a great storyline in it that's romantic mm-hmm. and she works and she researches her books they're not yeah. coming out like every fucking two months right so there I mean, is there is like a there's a method of like I forget how, what it's actually called, but it's something like blitz releasing where like you write a bunch of books and then you release them in a very quick succession. Mm-hmm. So like maybe you'll release the first book in like December and then the next book in like February or March, like to keep people interested, which makes sense. But then you have to do all of that work ahead of time. Right. You know, right. like you need to make sure that you are going to be ready to release those books. Right. And Greer Rivers did that to some extent for like the first whatever, like five books mm-hmm. in the Conviction mm-hmm. series. The last one's coming out later this year. But like, I mean, that she is pressed, man. Well, like but- she she is writing the last book right now and already came out with um, Catching Lightning and just came out with another one called Phantom. Well, I think, though, I mean, in in Penny's in any in a sort of like a category of um, uh, uh, by herself, because not only does she have I don't know how many series at this point. A lot. Plus, she has a spinoff. Like, she's got that smarty yeah. pants where she runs that. I mean, she, I would yeah. assume, picks the authors who are going to be writing At under least the approves them. Right. You know, like, there's got to be... Right. So I'm sure she's heavily involved in that. I mean, I, Penny Reed is like... And the, the thing is, we're also maybe projecting. We don't actually know what's going on with Penny. No, we don't. We're just, like, like, hoping that she's okay. Because it sounded like there was, like, some issues with stress. That's all it sounded like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I can she only said, imagine She mentioned, related. like, health issues. And yeah. I have no idea. Like, it could be physical health could be mental health we don't know but but as we have noticed something you and i have discussed off the podcast how quickly authors are are feeling like they have to release books right and it just like i got i recognize that pressure i completely understand why but as readers i think we need to maybe cut them some slack there is no shortage there is no shortage of shit for you to read. You know what? If you got if you got a hundred books on your TBR, then fucking I do. go to, yeah, easily. Agree. <laughs> Same. Then go to that and leave these poor people alone and let them yeah. like have a fucking breather. Okay, guys. Yeah. I'm not trying I mean, to scold anybody because I'm the same way. I'm always like, God bless America. Because I've even told authors that we know. I'm like, I want to read your next book so hard right now. But at the same time, yeah. that's good. It's called anticipation. Yeah, like there's anticipation. I cannot wait for the last book in the in the conviction series. But like, I don't want Greer to kill herself to put it out. No, because like, like I want to read it because it was it's such a good series. And I want to find. I want to know what the conclusion and, is. Yeah, you end up like they end up cutting corners. Maybe don't put as much research into something, or they don't put as much as effort, or like like a lot of the books you you want them to be able to like you relate. Maybe it's not as magical mm-hmm. that last book anyhow because they've yeah. been rushed. So yeah. Let's Don't take rush a them. You cannot breather. rush art. Just fucking let them do it. I'm an artiste. Yes. Yeah, let's all fucking take a Penny breather, Reed okay? Penny is fucking brilliant, okay? So let's just let the woman write books at her speed. Right? Because we're going to okay? like... You know, there's one book that you have, I'm sure haven't written read by her. So just fucking go read one go of the Go find ones. one. Go, like when, when folk around and find out... no one's read. Go fucking read the rugby right. series. <laughs> Like when we found out that Folk Around and Find Out was going to get bumped out another month and we were like, shit, like, what are we going to do? This was supposed we to be Penny Reed Month. Because like, to- it was already July and we were yeah. like, well, shit, what are we going to do now? And then and then I was like, wait, like, are, I'm sure there's Penny Reed books we haven't read yet. And, the, and I was like, wait, we haven't read Homecoming. We haven't read Homecoming King yet. Yeah. And like you reread Hooker and the Hermit, like for yeah. me, basically. But, you know, 
Why not? She also has, there's a series on her website that is not out, but is like listed as something she's working on. And it's is it the, um, the Jane Austen one. Yes. They're like Jane Austen yeah. reimaginings. Uh, Pride and dad jokes or something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. No. Cause she's got them all the way through Emma. Cause the last one is Emma and it's Emmanuel. I know. And I'm like, and again, I want to read those books. But I want her to be be healthy. But I also want her to, like, do what she needs to do to put out good books and feel satisfied with that. Right. I don't want her to put out six books a year just to make readers happy. Yeah. So, yeah. like, let's just let them do their thing. Writing is hard. If you have never written a book, writing is hard. It's not that easy. Right. Especially if you have a, have a job, too. Like, I mean, she doesn't. I'm yeah. sure she just writes all the time. I imagine she's a full-time writer at this point. Right. But, like, I mean, even though we say, I, I imagine that's her job, but that's her job. So, like, I'm sure yeah. when she's not writing, she's still thinking about fucking writing. And then she's listening to us all or bitch about... Or promoting her books. Yeah. Or, right. you know, getting awesome deals for a Winston Brothers television series. You know, <laughs> like... I just got this look, like... Mm. <laughs> I, I cannot fucking wait. I can't. I can't. I can't. Cannot. Also, again, I can wait. Give us, give us money to work our GoFundMe, and I will write all of the reviews, and I will probably reference Captain Planet at least once because I mm. definitely referenced in my last review Captain Planet. Love that. Uh huh. Um, should we talk about Homecoming King? We probably should. Probably should. Probably yep. should. Um, because we were both drinking. And we will be drunk by the end of it if we don't. Shit. Okay. Oh my goodness. All right. You. I, I would assume you have the summary. I also like you reading the summary because you have that beautiful sex voice. I can sure. barely get through stuff on a good day. I disagree with you, but I will happily read it. Um, so Homecoming King is the first um, <laughs> of three books. It came out in December, December 14th. Um, there are the three Kings books, which I'm so, sure is not about stealing, um, Saddam Hussein's money, like the movie three Kings. No. Also, I don't think about it's, it's not about bringing gifts to, um, a child no. in the middle of the fucking desert. It's not the Magi. Nope. Nope. Um, nope. no. Uh, so anyway, this one and you do meet, I don't know who the third one is yet, but I assume it's that other friend, it, that third friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alaric. So, oh, Alaric. Yeah. Yeah, you like Cyrus. You meet in detail. Yeah, you just get a like a little tiny bit of just in passing of Alaric. Yeah, yeah, like one interaction sort of with Alaric, but mm-hmm. you get kind of a lot of Cyrus. I love Cyrus a little bit. At I first, I was like wary of him, but same. Yeah, yeah, but then I started to really like him. So he is the next one. He's Drama King. I think is the name of that book. Perfect. It's like it's literally perfect. It is because he's an actor. I mean, it he's makes so sense. dramatic. And he is yeah. kind of dramatic. Yeah. Um. So anywho, uh, I also love something about Penny Reed is that she designs her own covers. This one was cute. This one is super cute. It's designed to be like an ugly Christmas sweater, which comes into play. Which comes into play in the book. Um. So it's like got that. Um. Like, aisle stitch, kind of, like... Like, argyle, sort of, like... Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, honestly, it's, like, beautiful. It's super cute. Like, I like, it yeah. It is super cute. Um, I'm assuming that... Oh, because we saw the one with Drama King is very similar, so I'm sure they all look... Did we, did we see a cover for Drama King? Mm-hmm. Drama it's King? red, and it's got... Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I didn't see it. God damn it. All right. Well, I'll look at that later. Okay. <clears throat> so excited. Oh my God. Okay. I will not lie to you. Um, ours are kind of hard for me sometimes when I'm sober because I think because I have a tongue tie, like I think that it gets, oh. I don't know why, like sometimes it just is difficult. Anyway, so this, his name will be fascinating for me. Oh, okay. Once you roll it like it's, it's like it's Spanish. Rex. <laughs> do you want me to do last it? Name. Do, why don't you just point at me and I'll do it for you every time his name comes up. Okay. Well, it's the last name that is an issue for me. McCur- it's McMurtry. McMurtry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will point to you when I need you to say that word. Okay. McMurtry. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I think you're only going to say it once, though. Okay. Ready. <clears throat> Rex T.W. McMurtry. Perpetual singlehood wouldn't bother him so much if all his ex-girlfriends didn't keep marrying the very next person they dated, especially when so many of those grooms are his closest friends. He may be a pro football defensive end for the Chicago Squalls, but the press only wants to talk about how he's only how he's always a groomsman and never a groom. Rex is sick of being the guy before the husband, and he's most definitely sick of being the best man in all their weddings. Bartender Abigail McNerney is the gal pal, the wing woman, the she BFF. She dated once and once was more than enough. Privy to all the sad stories of her customers, contentment over commitment is her motto. And Abby is convinced no one on earth could ever entice her into a romantic relationship, except that one guy she's loved since preschool. The guy who just walked into her bar. The guy who doesn't recognize her. The guy who was drunk and needs a ride home. The guy who has a proposition she should definitely refuse. <laughs> cool. And that's Homecoming King. I like it. Ah. Oh, this book is so great. I'm trying to think of what else to add. I mean, I think we probably, honestly, because it comes so early on, and I think to talk about the book, we have to give away one of the big pieces of it, which is... Her? No. Rex... Rex asks Abby <laughs> to be his fake wife. Yeah. Real wife, mm-hmm. legally, but yeah. fake wife. Like, so, yeah. Like, it's a marriage Emotionally. That's, yeah, it's a marriage yeah. convenience. So right. I think to discuss the rest of the book, we have to put that out there. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I, I learned it because of, of, of it because it was in, in the uh, reviews. Um, yeah, you talked to me. You were like, you realize this is a marriage convenience? And I was like, no. <laughs> I am more excited now. No, it was really funny because like you and I, I, so I read the reviews and I was like, okay, well, a lot of people keep saying wall of Winnipeg and Colty, which like you and I both said, okay, we kind of get it, but we don't because it's like, yeah, just it's because he's the same. It's just because he's a football player. It's w- just because wall of he's Winnipeg. a football and he's a defensive end. Like, right. Same and, position as Aiden. And then Colty because she's loved him. Since loved him she, since she was a kid. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's not the that's, same either because Colt, that's an age gap. Like, Colty is older than her. Yeah. By, like, a, a tall, solid decade. Adult? Okay. But, I mean, like, it's not... It's, I think a lot of people just hate and just to hate. So, on this, but... Holy God. I'm trying to think of what else to add. Oh, so... The other thing that you learned very early on, again, that we need to talk about because we're going to possibly talk about it in the thing is that she was married before. Mm-hmm. And that's who she dated. It was the one mm-hmm. person she dated was the person that she dated him. Uh, again, creepy... Um, he was totally 
I mean, like they got married. Like didn't they get engaged when she turned eighteen or something yeah. like that? Like it's, yeah. Well, and he was clearly like he's a creep. N- he's a creep, but he's very clearly a predator. Like he yes. was thirty one when they got married. Yeah, he and she was, was eighteen, and her. he was grooming her from the time she was sixteen. Yeah. Like her boss, because she's been working at this bar off and on like since she was able to work. Yeah. And Walker, who's the owner of the bar, Texas Ranger, like Texas Ranger, would not let him in the bar anymore yeah he physically and so barred him from he it. would mm-hmm. show up like when walker wasn't there right and he and, and um he he was abusive in the sense that he was he was uh verbally abusive to her um yeah and emotionally like he he was verbally abusive to her for sure yeah yeah emotionally yes more of more verbally definitely like she he was he was terrible with it. Like we see, to her. He, we see him twice in this book and I wanted to hit him with a car both times. He's pretty terrible. He's awful. Um, so when we meet Rex, um, he, <laughs> he is, she doesn't realize it, but he's fucking hammered. Like he comes in, mm-hmm. he sits down all normal and he's looking at his phone the whole night. She yep. knows who he is. But he's like not conversing. Mostly with her. because he handed over his ID. That's right. And she's like one point just just like lovingly caressing his, his ID. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's like, like, I need to like, her thumb is like caressing his face he's, on his ID and she's like, Nope, stop that. Like And she calls I, herself a stalker. Like she, she stalked does. him in high school and she really didn't. Like it's very sweet later. Like he convinces her you, you It's work. light stalking. Yeah. He's like you, you had a crush it's okay yeah. like yeah it's okay. um we we've all what she's done i'm sure at some point we've all done like we've the guy that we like works somewhere so we go and hang out like across the street or whatever so we can watch him not every day but like we can just like be like oh there he is like it's, having coffee at the place across it's something the street. a teenage I mean, girl would do it is you know yeah. i mean and he was he specifically says to her like did you break into my house and like steal my hair yeah. like what I mean, I don't, you know, I don't think you stalked me. I think you had a crush on me. Yeah, he's like, that's, that's totally that's fine. Cool. Yeah. Um, so she, they do like a um, a trial date to see if it's yeah. going to work out, and that's mm-hmm. where she runs back into Cyrus, uh, mm-hmm. and Cyrus knows what's what's happening. Like yeah, he knows, Cyrus knows what's going on. He knows from Jump Street, and um, you get the feeling that. It, at first, I didn't like Cyrus because I was like, is Cyrus trying to, like, is this going to come down to being, like, Cyrus is going to be, like, the... Be- yes, like, oh. is Cyrus going to be the next one? Because all of Rex's ex-girlfriends... Rex's exes end up marrying his friends. Yeah, so, like, we can tell that Cyrus likes... Uh, he, you know, he definitely, like, thinks that Abby's attractive. Let's just oh, say that. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, is he being a dick? I know. I thought he was going to like try and, but and I, I, think I can Rex see later that, that too, like, though, that's too. strategic. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that was strategic. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, I mean, is there anything else you want to throw in there? Um, Not really. I mean, you learn a lot early on. You do. Um, you, you, I mean, honestly, the last quarter of the book is mostly like decision making like you know a lot going into the last quarter like Mm -hmm. things have been said things you know declarations have been made so you know Mm -hmm. where because also i'm surprised a certain character didn't come back 
at some point. Same. Yeah. But yes. I mean, I'm not sad that he didn't. No, but I agreed. Was, agreed. I was a little surprised. Yeah. Agreed. So the other big thing is that Rex wants to wants this marriage because this uh, like sports center sort of dude, Clarence mm-hmm. O'Day, has been like, like that. He sounds like a piece of. Sh- he sounds like was that Skip? What's his name? Skip. What was him? Huh? Just kidding. Sorry, it's from Modern Family. Oh, you know, Skip. What's his name? Skip. Redheaded guy. He likes just yelling at black people. What the hell's his name? What? Oh, it's like him and his um, like nice looking uh, African American guy. Him like, and the black dude. Yeah, they're on a show together. I know you're skip, about. Okay. skip, skip. Oh fuck! Hang on, it's on ESPN. Yeah, it's Bayless. Skip Bayless. Yes, the, I, I've heard people call that show. Skip just yells at African Americans. Like that's all he does. He's a piece of shit. But that's who I in my head was Clarence O'Day. Like he says horrible shit about women. On yeah, this show. he says terrible things about women, and also is not nice to. So okay, let's define that. And this is early on. You they talk about this. In the yeah, book. this TW. His nickname is TW training Rex wheels. TW. Yeah, and it's training wheels. That was his name starting in high school because of the way that he would mentor the younger football players. It was a very kind, sweet nickname Mm -hmm. that then fucking Charlie O'Day or bullshit is like, we're going to call him training wheels because he trains all of his girlfriends to marry his friends. Yeah. Like he's like the, 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 the support to get to like the next level. Yep. Cool. Thanks guys. Thanks. It's really nice. And in the meantime, like He's speaking poorly of those women also, which is the part that actually pisses Rex off. Like, it's not nearly as much. He doesn't like the talk about himself, but it's the stuff about the The women that pisses him off the most. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm still friends with these women. Right. And you find out, like, part of it is is him. He just, he finds somebody that, like, oh, I think they would be good together. Yeah. He's, like, kind of just a matchmaker. Yeah. And he's fine with it. Like, he's. Yeah. He doesn't care. Like, he really doesn't. His frustration, and this is something that Cyrus brings up, is like he just feels like it's not going to happen for him. Right. Right. Because he wants to get married. He wants to have a family. Like, he wants He wants those things. Because, like, he also has come from, he's coming from, like, kind of a broken home. Pretty broken home. I mean, his dad is, like, a piece of shit, and his mom is dead, and... Yeah. He's basically estranged himself from his, his whole family except yeah, for his aunt and uncle. His siblings, because his siblings have sided with his father. So yeah. and his father has cheated on literally every person he's been with. So Yes. So like he yeah. has no respect for his father and he's, he knows that his father is manipulative and Yeah. Uses people for however makes sense for him, you know? And he's just like, I don't want any part of that. All right. <sighs> so fucking good i know because i can sit and just like we could i know we could just talk about this pretty much all day but we need you know, to that's do a why we review. made a podcast that's exactly so. and i but yeah. i don't want to give up too much but i don't i mean honestly there's not like a bunch of spoilers because i mean it ends like you want it to end yeah it's like there's a few surprises that we're not gonna like but if you guys i mean i don't want to spoil like the timing of things no 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 because it is very interesting of when things happen but yeah i think like if if you're reading it and you're like well, obviously. Like, I think I texted you. Yeah, I, was like, well, I think so. He obviously. Yeah. All right. Obviously. Obviously. So, I've um, read enough romance novels to know what's going on. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Mm. Um, Penny, you smart, girl. <laughs> are you, I got you, girl. Um, so, 
what do we so what we do in this podcast is we have a compliment sandwich um a top bun is our pro is our first pro our uh, meat our slippery middle is <laughs> something we don't care about as much about the one <laughs> we might not have liked as much and then we bring it back together for the bottom bun which is another pro so we end on a high note end on a high note love that miss veronica mm-hmm. please give me your top bun I'm sorry, I had to take a picture of Winnie. She's just in a really weird position, and it's funny. She's I like thinking. it. I'm assuming you're going to send it to me, so it's fine. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, you can put it on, on the Instagram. Cool. Um, because I'm not taking a picture of myself this week, because... You look, you look lovely. On. Shut up. I look and like I Edna in the Lamode. And I'm gross. <laughs> Except that I love it. I love your glasses, and I love the wig. It is incredible. It's all amazing. It's Thank a, you. It's a Luke, as um, yeah, it's a Luke. as Ween would say. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm happy to to discuss my top bun with you. Um, okay. Okay. And also the slippery middle and the bottom bun, but we'll get there. So, top bun. There's this entire theme throughout the entire book where Abby, in particular discusses the feeling that things are too good to be true. And if something is too good to be true, then it definitely is. Uh-huh. Did you just look at the picture? Of I, did. I did. She's ridiculous. Like, I why? Did. She has since moved. She's now not in that position. <laughs> Still, like, I'm super glad I captured that. <laughs> I love She's it. She's ridiculous. Okay. Anyway, so there's this whole theme of like, that scares her because to her, Rex seems too good to be true. The situation with him seems too good to be true. Um, you just sent me a. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst podcast. I, just sent you I, I took that picture a couple of days ago and then I like zoomed in on his face. I'm like, I'm going to use this for a lot of things. <laughs> this is a meme. Um, anyway. <laughs> It's, it's a problem for her because she really cares about Rex and she she clearly still has feelings for him mm-hmm. and cannot allow her. She doesn't trust herself to believe them. She doesn't trust yeah. herself after her marriage was a complete disaster, does not trust herself to believe that her feelings are coming from a good place like she yeah. feels like no matter what it feels too good to be true and therefore this is going to end up in complete disaster i mean how many times we did, was the, the phrase too good to be true too used? good to be true it's used so frequently um however and the thing is i like about it a lot is that too good to be true is a relative term to you oh yes yeah you know mississippi mud pies yes so that's where exactly where i'm going Mm -hmm. so um i wrote this down there's this whole discussion that she has this is um this is after like the marriage of convenience has been going on for a bit yeah obviously she has feelings for him and at this point we have learned that he also has feelings for her the whole book is from her perspective there's no dual perspective here so um, we have now learned that he has feelings for her. Yeah. So she's, I mean, of like, course, he's like, like a, all out, like balls yes. to the wall. Yes. This is it. Yeah. 
I mean, you gather that that's what's happening. I mean, you, like, I told you, like, we texted, I was like, yeah. Well, obviously, he's in love with her. Obviously, he's in love with her. Yeah. Guy falls first. You know, we love that shit. Oh, my God. Yep. So, I mean, theoretically, she fell first because she's had a crush on him since forever. Right. But But then when you read the chapter from his perspective. Yep. Yep. Here's the thing, though. Like, at some point, she realizes, like, she keeps thinking, like, he's perfect, he's too good to be true. And then she realizes, like, okay, Rex is a person, and if I can think of him as, like, God, the, the when she fucking drives him home. The, I don't want to give that away, because it is so funny. Oh, yeah. How all of that goes down. It is yes. just fucking hysterical. But, like, she's she even says at one point, you know, ha- like, thinking of this version of Rex that I have seen now is easier to interact with than that, like, up on a pedestal version of Rex that... In high school, I, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, she's humanizing him, and that helps her. And, of course, like, she should be. I mean, he even says at one point, like, I'm not too good to be true, and if you knew me, if you really knew me, you'd see that I'm I'm not too good to be true. Right. I'm kind of an asshole. I'm not that nice. Which is interesting, because we don't see that... But I like it because we don't, because we're seeing it from her perspective. Because we're seeing it from her perspective, exactly. Think, because he's always sweet with her. Yeah, because, and, and and part of me, like, you and I talked about this, too. Is like, I kind of wanted something from his, his perspective, because we only get hers. Which is, mm-hmm. I mean, because with Penny, sometimes you'll get one that's just all female perspective. Yeah, like, Knitting in the City forth. series is mm-hmm. only her perspective, but Winston Brothers is dual. Yeah. And um, but if you read all the way to the end, there's bonus material from mm-hmm. Rex's perspective. Which... Did you read it? I did. I did. I liked it. Um, but with, it makes more sense now that when you're thinking about like the overall theming that you're saying is like, it makes sense that we're only seeing it from her perspective because yes. we don't get to see him not be a nice dude. Yeah. Um, she does say at one point, like, the look that he gives people looks murdery. He's uh, and the, she assumes the, that that's the marble, the, look that he the gives marble players look. on the field. Yeah, yeah, like well, he and one of his his play, his uh, co- uh, the, the team members said, "Oh my god, you thank you because he actually he, he, I, he spoke two words this week to me." Yes, he's been nicer to me. He spoke three words. Yeah, yeah. He's so talkative now. He spoke three words. Like that's yeah, <laughs> so, which I kind of love. I was like, well, I mean, doesn't mean he has to be like nice to everybody, but right, right, exactly. And the thing he's. I say he he's always sweet to her, but he's kind of not. Like, there's plenty of times when he's very aloof with her. Oh, yeah. I mean, plenty of times. Yep. Okay, so... so Which will break your heart. Yes. But there are plenty... Like, so there's this particular moment where he discusses how he feels about her. And then they're, they're like, at an event. It's, like... It's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. She is with him for this Thanksgiving game. She's hanging out with, like, the wives for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, they she, knit. She's very excited by that. She finds a she finds a, a wife that that she, she fi- likes. She finds a wife friend that she likes, and so the wife friend is she's like, "Will you come to the bathroom?" So yeah, she's hammered. So they go to the bathroom together, and she, you know, I mean, Abby is a bartender. She's not a big drinker anyway. Rex like barely drinks at all. Yeah, especially during the season, he like does not drink during the season. Like, that one night was an exception, yeah. which is disgust. But um, she makes a wife friend. They go to the bathroom. And she's basically trying to, like, get this woman to, like, she's trying to basically sober this woman up. Yeah. And, and then she's um, also. And it's just talking yeah. to her. And I think she's and, trying to, like, 
I want to say, like, maybe talk herself down from a ledge a little bit. Yes. Yes, for sure. So she's talking to Ryan's wife. I forget her name right now, but she's talking to Ryan's wife. Vanessa is her name. Mm Mm-hmm. So here they are, they're chatting, and they're, like, in sort of a lounge area of, like, the women's bathroom. And um, she brings up, Vanessa says, he's just too good to be true, talking about her husband. Mm -hmm. And so that, like, of course, Rex introduced Vanessa and Ryan. Right, because he went on one date with... He went on, like, one date with Vanessa. But it was mostly to introduce (laughs) Introduce her her to to Ryan. Ryan. Right. So they're talking, and... um, Abby is very interested in what she means by that phrase because Abby even says, um, I blinked, startled by her use of the phrase I'd had such a complicated relationship with for the last 10 years. So they're talking about this. And I loved the way that she, that Vanessa finally describes it to Abby. It's so great. It's so great. Um, She says... um, Abby says, I know none of that matters in the long run, but how do you... How do you know there will be a long run? Rex feels too good to be true. And I I don't know how to... That's the thing. He's yours. He's your too good to be true. I think Ryan is too good, but that's because he's mine. I doubt other people would put up with some of his more annoying habits. And I think some people would find me intolerable to live with. But we are perfect for each other. We click. Frowning, I tried to process what she said, but still stumbled over the simple fact that I couldn't imagine anyone finding Rex anything but perfect. Okay, think of it like this. What's your favorite dessert? Um, almond cake? Her head nod was over-exaggerated, likely due to her tipsiness. Good. Mine is Mississippi mud pie. To me, it tastes too good to be true, whereas I've never been a huge fan of almonds. They're fine. I'd fry them up with onions and put them in green beans if I wanted to make a fancy vegetable side dish. But I wouldn't want to marry almond cake. (laughs) But I would marry Mississippi mud pie tomorrow. I leaned back slowly, contemplating her words. Everyone has different tastes, and that's good. She tried to wink, but ended up blinking both eyes, just (laughs) on a delay, one right after the other. Rex is your almond cake, Abby. And Ryan is my Mississippi mud pie. Well, you know, and he actually talks about somebody being, I think it's his dad at one point. He talks about his dad being too good to be true, too, also. Where he think, tells her she's too good to be true at one point. But he says something like, that's why, or no, no, it's his aunt and uncle is that are too good oh, to be true. They seem too good to be true. Because, like, yeah. his aunt and uncle pretty much take him in because his dad's a piece of shit when his mother yeah. passes away. Like, we're talking, like, a high school age kid. Yeah. And his dad's like, sure, whatever. And, like, but also, like, it's it's his dad's sister. So I think there's, like, a, like, he's probably okay with, like, he wasn't have to deal with the kid anymore. So just send him off to the, to the, right. his sister. But, yeah, and even like his, I mean, Sally is his aunt Sally, and she even says at one point, like, my good for nothing brother. Yeah, I mean, I, they seem like completely polar opposites. Yeah, so, yeah, they do. Uh, Sally and Terry are pretty amazing in this book, they too. Are. They yeah. are so amazing. But I, I agree. I like, there's so, so much. much. It, it just keeps coming back because it's not only just like, it's it's everything it's like their marriage is too good to be true they're this yep. uh, that is always too good to be true and yeah. her financial situation the fact that he is loaded seems too good to be true right the prenup seems too good to be true like yeah. just everything about the situation seems too good to be true for her and so she can't trust it all in sundry various and sundry yeah mm-hmm I mean, it's very much like it's it, from every character has some nugget because I even think Walker says something about 
um, it's too good to be true too. I think at some point, I mean, it's a heavy thematic theme. element. Yeah. 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 Which I think is, is pretty great. Cause it's like, I think we're also like all of us are, um, functioning under the misconception that like whatever is good for one person is good for another. What's good mm-hmm. for the goose is not necessarily good for the gander. So right. like, I mean, what I find like perfect as, as a relationship or whatever might not be someone else's cup of tea. Of course not. Yeah. And I'm not going to, and, and I think it's also speaking to just because it's good for, you know, like just because you're not, a, you know, for it doesn't mean like you can say that it's not kosher. Like, like I'm not going to talk to anybody and say, well, this isn't like, like it's not, it's not my Mississippi pie, but I totally get, you know, go for it. Yeah. It's not absolutely. my Mississippi my pie, but have at it. Yep. Yeah. What about you, darling? Um, my kind of mine, it kind of coincides with yours a little bit. Um, I like from the very, from Jump Street, when we meet uh, Rex, is that he, and it goes along with her him being quote unquote nice. And that's so much nice is that he is polite. And she says so many times that he's so polite to her. Yeah. Um, and like, Even like before she realizes who he is. Yes, because he says, okay, so she he walks into the bar, he's, he, we don't, again, do not know he's fucking hammered, but he's fucking right. hammered. Um she says again because sure. he does not drink during the season no so, like he probably hasn't had anything to drink for weeks if not months at this no. point and he walks in like sober enough that he sits down takes his jacket off and he orders a beer and gives her yeah. like it'd be different if he was like just sitting there with his cards. If he was like cascading onto the bar was like yeah. leaning over it like he was sitting upright on his phone asks for an amber like whatever is amber, yeah, amber on tap yeah. like you know he just he's pretty with he it. Is of all he has all of his faculties so yeah but she says he had a nice forehead what i could see of it but his face and focus remained fa- fastened to the screen of his phone as he responded in a monotone beer whatever amber you've got on tap please sure thing you want a pint or pint is fine thanks polite I'd say he had a nice voice, except it had remained monotone. And then she mentions later, um, I turned away to hide my mild surprise. First of all, he'd said, please. So I suppose that meant polite Rex had returned. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have, I have, I searched for polite and I have like a number of, of quotes that have polite in them. Um, I think there's just something, he just seems like that guy from high school that, ended up making something big of himself but he's not he doesn't he doesn't get too big for his bridges yeah like he's okay with the money he's made like because at one point we find out like how he has there's a certain bet and we find out that he's bet ten thousand dollars on this Mm -hmm. bet and ten thousand even she talks about the clothes that she's gotten like her um There was like pajamas that were like five hundred dollars. Yes, her bra was. was What? Yeah, I mean, no, the pajamas were a fifteen hundred dollars. Her bra was five hundred dollars. Fuck that. Yeah, and she's, but he's like, that's not to him. That wasn't like, it wasn't as if he was flaunting it. Like he just, it was something normal because that's how he's lived for the last couple of years. But he doesn't also like. He's and they're also expected for... to like have bespoke suits to walk into games, and like right. I mean, they're expected to show up looking fully tailored. And she's like, and and he comes into this, and he says, in a in a manner where he's not talking down to her, he's not saying like, oh, because you're poor. Is he comes in, he's like, well, obviously, if you're going to be doing this for me, you're gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy you 
quote unquote a uniform. I mean, that's what yeah. she thinks of it as. And, and she says, like, I I don't look the part. And he literally says, we can change that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, he's just he's grasping at straws because he he wants her to accept he, this. Yeah. Um, we obviously we know at this point. I mean, again, you've read a romance novel, too. Like, he's. He's pretty fucking smitten. I mean, he he's comes, pretty smitten. He comes to see her literally the day after the whole thing happens. And mm-hmm. he's like, so this is what I want. Yep. And he's already proposed to her once. Yep. When he was drunk, he proposed to her. I mean, and it was like, it took my breath away because he was like, do you understand how absolutely fucking gorgeous you are? Mm-hmm. Like, it was. He keeps telling her how beautiful she is, like, while he's completely inebriated. Yeah. I mean, like, support he's like, you are breathtaking. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the whole point of him just being like, it's such a, um, it's also like um, it's quite a contrast to Declan, her first husband, because he comes yep. in, he spouts some fucking shit, but her horrible being a stupid hick and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And so to have this very polite giant of a man who could be quite scary, probably possibly. Yes. Because he is six foot six. Yeah. Has a neck. And she's six foot one. Yeah. And at one point, let me look this up. Cause I want to get the phrasing right. Of what, how, um, hold on. Uh, uh, hold on. Oh shit. Come on, there's the FYI. If you search for neck, there's a lot of necks. Um, a lot of, a lot of neck is hot, in there a lot. Hot, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god, come on, guys. Um, uh, okay, guess not. Um, at one point, he says something about like her. His neck is so strong. Like she's trying oh, to like. Yeah. She's, she's I, trying to like pull him. Yeah, and he's like, "Nope." And I just I think I, that's when like she ta- he t- steals her phone. Yes, and she's yeah. trying to like pull him back. And I all I could think of was my neck is freakishly large. My, freak, my neck is freakishly large. <laughs> I doubt it's that strong though. Oh, uh, that that ne- that neck, however, has its own zip code. Um, it's gross. big. It's gross. Um, so that's my, that's my Nothing first like pro. Rex's neck. Oh, no. I mean. Seems hot. I don't want to, I mean, they're both from Texas. Um, <laughs> true. true story. Um, I just, the fact that it's like, he's such a, um, dichotomy from what, like, it, there's such a dichotomy from what he should be mm-hmm. and what he actually is. And also from Declan, like what Declan was, it's like. Like you like, and I and I think this is why it blends into yours so well. Is it's like she's perfect for her. For, Anybody yeah. else? Obviously not, because I mean TW. So obviously not. So that being said, what is your slippery middle? So gross. Um, <laughs> okay, so the, listen, I had to grasp. Okay, I really, really loved this book. Mm-hmm. After, so I finished it quicker than i thought i would it's it's a fast I, read it's it is a pretty fast read i think i started it either on monday or tuesday mm-hmm. and i finished it maybe when i must have started it monday and i finished it wednesday night mm-hmm. stayed up way too late finished it wednesday night um and i was surprised by that like i expected to finish it on thursday um 
But then I went back and reread sections that I really liked. So, yeah. Like, it's, I actually liked it better than I expected. Me too. Um, same thing. Because I was like, uh, the, yeah. The, I mean, this, I, like, listen. I tr- I have summary's learned my lesson. Not great. I will trust Penny Reed with anything. The summary's I will read not great. Anything she writes. Well, the summary's I, not my favorite. But no, because like, I, I mean, I've had some issues, and you and I've talked about this off air of some of the books that I was like, because mm, the summaries sound awful. Listen, I respect how difficult it is to write a book summary. <laughs> I told you I'm going to make you write mine. Like, I don't know. And I've seen so many authors joke about this that they're like, sure, write a 100,000 word book. No big deal. Write the book summary. Fuck that shit. Like, I, I just, will. Guess what? Authors out there, I'd be happy to write your book summary for you. I, I'm telling you, you're going to write mine. So just I actually kind of love it. It's kind of fun. I would imagine so. I think it's also easier for someone with like a not the person who was writing it. Well, and I think if you have a little tiny smidgen of of sense of humor, it's kind of fun to do it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Much better. Love the sense of humor. Um, so anyway, I'm just all of this is to say that I kind of had to like really dig deep for something that I didn't like about the book. Mm-hmm. And the thing that that I I guess I would have wanted more of is that I felt like Abby's flip from I don't know if I want to do this mm. to 100% in 100% in yep. was very abrupt. Agreed. And I don't know. No, I get it. I don't really have any suggestions for like what I would have done differently. And I don't even think that's a fair thing to do. But like, I don't know. It just when it finally came, I was like, oh, okay. All it right. came out because I think it was placed in a weird place. Too. Maybe. Maybe. Plot wise, I thought it was like, this is the thing that's gonna make you Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um but I mean again, loved this book. Yeah. That's like that's being nitpicky for me. Yeah. What about you? What is your slippery <laughs> so, so um <laughs> um mine's so mine starts as a as a bad thing, but it actually like kinda like I get it. I get get why it's my negative thing like i i i I turn around on it so i started with for real (laughs) i'm just gonna say for real because when you start this book and he starts laying out his plan as to why he needs to be married you're like for real like yeah and it's really like you you got you got to invest you got to invest because it does pay off but it's like really Really, you 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 can't. And she actually like pretty much voices all of my like. You can't mm-hmm. just find fucking somebody like just right. to really. But at the same and he's time, he's trying like, really hard, like almost too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But then doesn't that like play it into pays how off. we know? It pays like, off. It's so we pays know off. that that's like he was grasping at straws because he just wanted her to agree. He's like in love with her. Yes. But, <laughs> like, you know, but you don't know that in the moment. You're reading right. it going, the fuck? Like, I literally have a note that's like, what did I write? It was like, why all this? Like, yeah. something along, like, along those lines. It seems like, like a lot. <laughs> I wrote, oh, no, I wrote, this seems like a lot of work. There you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, And so that's like, but again, it'll stick with it, friends. It, you will be rewarded. Oh, so worth it. It's so worth, worth it. it. So that's my my con is like 
But no, I agree with yours too because I was kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seemed, I mean, it if there needs quick. to be, I, I wanted there to be a something. thing, like one specific thing. There need to be a third act breakup. I was kind of waiting for that. There's no third act breakup. No, and I was, I, so I was expecting that. I was expecting like some, some, a uh, paparazzi to like catch him with a like like accidentally with a girl. I was expecting the ex husband to come back, or the ex husband, like, yeah, or it to come up on a certain thing that he ends up doing. Like yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, agreed. All right, bottom bugs. Okay, toasty Listen. bottom bugs. Okay, so I was ahead of you in the reading of this book. I finished it before you. Not always the case. Now, you and I had agreed that Rex was amazing. And then late one night, I texted you and I was like, somehow Rex gets better. Yeah. Rex gets much better, even though he's already awesome. Gets really fucking awesome, like more so Mm -hmm. than he had been in the first 70% of the book. Yep. And it really, like, my bottom bun is the fantasies that the two of them play out. And I don't want to go into detail, even though I could, uh-huh. but I don't want to because I don't want to ruin it. Oh, it's hot, guys. It's hot. It's super hot. But the thing that made me be like, oh, my God, Rex is amazing, is that, like, she finally, she's super shy about it. She doesn't, she has a hard time asking for help. She has a hard time asking for what she wants. Mm-hmm. And she finally asks him, she's like, This is what I want. Like, this is a fantasy. This is what I want. And Rex goes all fucking out to make that happen. He is, like, in it to win it. He is in it. He does the damn thing. Diligent. In fact, at one point she says... He understood the assignment. He understands the assignment. Yeah. He's on top of it and below it. Like, he is... In it, around it. Very much into it and it's just like while that is not my fantasy by any means it's hers and that's the only thing that fucking matters yeah agree and he's so diligent about making sure that she gets that yeah and And it's amazing what his fantasy is you're like oh 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 because it's not what you'd expect it's not what you expect and when he he like drops that bomb you're like Oh, I love you even more. Like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 It's, it's hot guys. It's real hot. Super hot. Yeah. Uh, Ray, my darling, mm-hmm. what is your bottom bun? Okay. So we're talking about like her heroines. So Penny's heroines. Yes. I especially loved Abby for a number of things. One okay. was because she's, she's not college educated correct she's not she has had a rough backstory but she's such a good person Mm -hmm. because of it or maybe as a result of i don't know but i think she's always been a good person i think Mm -hmm. yeah i think she's always been like a good person that just horrible things have happened to yeah Um, like she grew up in a loving home yeah but her parents died when she was young yeah and she just happened upon Deckland, and just it just happened Um, but I think there's something to be said about her, like simple, 
and simplistic in the fact that she still works at the bar when she's married to like a fucking like uh, you know a like famous a quarterback millionaire like, yeah <laughs> like she's, she's like, wearing no. like a 500 hundred dollar lingerie set and still working at the bar gimlets like yeah and like i think there's something to be said for that like that you know she's she's the every woman and i yeah. think there's something great that like we could all kind of feel for her or you know i definitely uh, understand her her backstory or understand her uh, actions There's a lot of relatability to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think both characters in general are very relatable. Yeah, I think so. Even I though that so. like, you know, I mean, and it's, it's kind of like a little bit of a, a quandary as to like, okay, yeah. So he's a famous football player. They also have another friend who went to high school who's a famous actor. And it's like, right. Right. But it's also Texas and, that shit happens down in Texas, so who knows? But um, I have to say, like, it, going along the lines of the the many history, you know, the very historyed um, uh, Petty Reed heroines. This is another one that you like, who comes from humble roots, and you and you love her because of it. Yep. So. Yep. Agreed. I mean, she's and and you really feel for her because she ends up like she's paying, like. I don't know how much I, she's. I, did she give a, a, a an amount of that she's paying back? I don't remember if she gives an amount. Um, I thought it was well, in the hundreds. I don't remember if it was a dollar amount. It was like a percentage of yeah the marital assets. Yeah, which was I think they said 15%. it was like ten percent of fifty percent or something, but yeah. it was a lot. It was a lot like of it's money. a lot of money because of how shitty her ex husband is. And she could have gone to art school, but she can't because she's paying back money. And yeah, I mean she's been paying. She still has two years left on the debt. I mean, and and we we and she is given money to be Rex's wife, and she doesn't. Yeah. She feels funny about spending. She that doesn't money. want to take it. She's actually like, I'm going to take it. I'm going to give it to charity. And like her yeah. friends are like, just just let something good come to you for once. And I and I felt I felt <gasps> that I felt that. What if? What if Kaylee ends up with the last one? Oh, possibly. I don't know what Alaric does. What does Alaric do? Is he know. another player? I don't know. Um. Yeah, because jo- Jonathan, Jonathan sounds like kind of like a scumbag. Um, yeah, like there's a mention at one point about like, oh, are you back with so and so? And yeah, it'd be interesting if they all it all resonated from Abby. Yeah, instead of Rex. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> yes, love it. Yes, Abby becomes the matchmaker instead of Penny, Rex. If you're listening to this, please do Penny. this. <laughs> please do this. Um, oh my god, I love it. I love, love it. You. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that I found that very relatable because, I mean, I think we all do that. Like, I I can't let good things come to me. Even like something happened at work where I was like, wait, what? Like, long story short, I got a promotion. I got a raise. And I was so like, hey, oh, and I was like, uh, I walked around my house because I couldn't believe it because like, no, good things like that don't just come to me. In my head, I think that good things like that don't come, just come to me. So I felt that for her. Like, good things just don't fall in my lap. Like, a millionaire wanting me to be his wife would just, like, <laughs> what? Just, like, blow your fucking socks off? I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'd for blow sure. his socks off. Yes. Holla. Yeah. 
All right. Would you recommend this book? Of course I would. Same. Um, would this book embarrass her moms? Yes. It definitely would. Mom, don't read this book. No. If I think I you started you... listening to the podcast many episodes ago. Oh, but, my mom uh, has never even listened to it once. I think she stopped somewhere near American Queen when I was like, please don't listen to that episode. Oh my god, I just thought, I'm going to see your mom soon, and now I'm like, Yeah, you are. I'm embarrassed. Don't be. No. Okay. Don't be. No, I do love your mom. We have She's to go awesome. To lunch. We have to go to lunch soon. Okay. We do. Hey, remember when COVID wasn't a thing? And it wasn't surging again? <laughs> and people I know have COVID? I know a lot of people with COVID right now. I got my free... Oh, um, I got my free test. Did you get your free tests? I sure did. Got so, eight of them, and I gave two of them to my mom today. So that she has some. I mean, she can get more like from the we government. We will post but... on our, our on this episode how to get your free tests. We're a free COVID test from the government. Yep. It is literally free down to no shipping whatsoever. It just comes to your house and it's fantastic. Literally free. Um, and they will let you get eight now. Like last yep. time they did this, it was four. Yep. Now you can get eight yep. per household. I think it's so... actually like, it's like I didn't have a choice. It was like, here's... Yeah, it's just eight. Yep. Like they don't, they're not even... Hateful eight. Um, yep. There you go. It is great chemistry. Um, I feel like Penny would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. There it is. Okay. All right. We're going to um, take a break and then we're going to come yep. back and do some stunt casting and we're going to do some um, recommendations. Hell yeah. Oh, let's do ratings before we leave. Let's do ratings. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, how do we rate this thing? Um, would you like to describe how we rate these things? I would be jizzed about it. <laughs> okay. Now. <laughs> we don't like to give star ratings and the reason for that is that um we are big believers on this show if you're new welcome we don't we're big believers of the phrase good for her not for me yep we believe that if you don't like a book it's likely because it just wasn't for you and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that uh so instead what we do is Rate our books on two different scales, eggplants and hearts. Eggplants discuss how spicy the book is. That's spicy. Uh, spicy. And hearts are about how romantical it was. Did it burn the cockles of your heart? Or not so much. So, um, <laughs> Or lend them like a balloon. Or <laughs> did it make them? Or did your cold, dead heart remain cold and dead? I hope yep. not. This is a romance novel podcast. Yep. Unless it's unless it's warm bodies. Okay. Oh, but that was very romantic though. Because his heart started warming. His, his heart, heart started warming. He like came back to life for oh my god. Okay. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas so Holt. Good. So yeah. good. <sighs> okay. Anywho, so that's our rating systems. Eggplants mm-hmm. and hearts. My dearest Ray. Yeah. What would you like to do first? It's our Let's show. We hearts. have to decide. Okay. Hearts. How many uh, hearts did you give this thing? Did it warm your cockles? It did. I'm going to go three. I'm going to go a nice middle of the road. Okay. I think that's fair. I said three and a half because mm-hmm. you know I love that shit where like he falls first. and uh, um, Same. Same. I think it was like because we we are, have three fourths of the way through we have a declaration. Uh-huh. I think that's where I'm like... Okay, and I mean, if we had had maybe either held out a little bit longer or something, mm-hmm. I might have pushed it up there. I understand that. I hear you and I respect it. 
cool. What about Eggplants, darling? How oh, hot was this book? Three and a half. Okay, fair. I said four because holy fuck. Again. And his mouth is filthy. Again, I've read some shit. I know. Yeah. <laughs> And again, I say this is like this is like the B three podcast. It's all relative. What I find what I find scary on that podcast, what I find bloody gory, it's, it might be different than somebody else's because again, I've seen some shit, guys. I've seen some shit. Serbian film. Whoa. It's called a Serbian film. Anywho. Okay. Yep. Anywho, Zol. Mm-hmm. Bees. Wow. Okay. Um, so now shall we take a brief respite and we will come yes. back and discuss stunt casting and recommendations. Yes, I'm very excited about stunt casting. I am too. Well, yeah. All right, we'll be All back right. in two and two. <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> Let me just sing for you. Boo doo ba doo. And we're back. We're back, bitches. Aren't you excited? Did you so miss very. us? Did you miss us? I'm sure they did. Yeah. I'm sure they did. Probably not. Um, Probably not. No. That's like, fine. My earballs have a reprieve. Um, so this is the point in the uh, the podcast where we talk about hot people. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk about like, um, so we both did two of our characters here. Let's start with the sure ladies did. because, you know, ladies. ladies first. Um, well, yes, the ladies first. And we also want to always end on the guy. Um, so my dear, who did you pick? I should usually finish last. So. <laughs> Especially nice guys. Um, mm-hmm. who did you pick for Abby? I don't know if you're ready for this jelly. Probably not. <laughs> I don't think you are. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Now. I was thrown off because it was the same person you said to me earlier from. I was oh, like, for in the chat. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, wait, what? Wow. Wait, that's fortuitous. What? what? I must have closed Pinterest by accident. I'm not seeing it anywhere. Okay. <sighs> right. Wow. That is like, that is like, okay. Uh, a, a shouldering or like a kind of like a a breath that you're taking to like calm yourself center, center myself yourself. yep i am indeed that's what's happening the person that i chose i think you'll know who she is okay um you open the little chat here chat. now what we know about abby is that she is six foot one Mm-hmm. She's a tall bitch. Mm-hmm. Tall, red hair. Mm-hmm. Which we don't learn till like the end of the which book. Which we don't learn until like at least middle of the book. Um, I mean, but to be fair, like why would you talk about your own hair? It's from her perspective. All right. You know? Oh my God! We Did you choose her? Person. Fuck that. Are you serious? We the same fucking person. How did we get 42 episodes into this podcast without choosing the same person for for like a character we've done that once did we do it once before we did it with the um with consider me yes we picked the same oh right yeah the same same hockey player right 
Oh my god! Okay, so when we just when we just throw our, all of our pictures in there, right, let's just do person. all this. Okay, so the person that I chose, and apparently the person that Ray chose, is um, Karen Gillen. 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 Okay, she is from Scotland, mm-hmm. and uh, she's fucking gorgeous. She's about five ten, mm-hmm. so I figured like that's pretty close. Um, she's a tall redhead. That was the important part to me. Um, she's been in a lot of things. The thing that people probably know her most for is Jumanji. Mm, Doctor Who. Only because in Guardians of the Galaxy, you wouldn't be able to really recognize her. I'm going to take you back on there and say most people know her from Doctor Who. Okay, so I thought that she was the... She plays, was she the, she plays Amy Pond. Amy okay, Pond yes. and Arthur Darrell end up... There are like two companions who are in love before they get on the. And they, yeah, yeah. It's it's her guys. Spoiler: death on on Doctor Who is like. Hang on. Okay, so when you look at her IMDb and it says Doctor Who, she plays Amy Pond mm-hmm. slash soothsayer, which yes. is a word that Penny Reed uses in this book. Yeah, like she's got like a she comes she comes back as like. Um, Kind of like a, a dream sort of sequence with him. She's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. So, I mean, yes. Doctor Who, if you're interested in Doctor Who, if you are not, you you might know her if you saw one of the most recent Jumanji movies. But also, she plays Nebula in Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Which you would not notice because she's blue. Yeah, she's also an like, o- in, 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 if you if you're a horror nerd, she's an Oculus too. Like that's a big movie too that she's been in. She's beautiful. So yeah, um, she I is. enjoy that. There's a there is a page just for her hair, and the last one I think I sent you was like a. It's called Karen <laughs> Karen Gillian's perfect hair, and she does. She has perfect hair. She has perfect hair. I sent you one where it's a. Um, strapless white gown because it looked like what what she possibly might have worn to the wedding hang on this is so amazing i'm so glad we picked the same person it makes me feel so i cannot believe that i don't see a strapless white gown Um, i got two of the photo i know i accidentally her in black yeah uh copy image address here um, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's got a book or a movie that I have not watched. I really, I, it's on my like. Oh, oh, I saw this and I almost pinned it. Yeah, it's. I have one that's almost. It's on my possibly to, to, where she plays a romance novelist, where um, she is trying to figure out the ending into her book, and she's kind of kind of like got a block, and um, and it's a little bit of uh, magic in it too. But um, she's. It's really funny. Like she's got such a thick Scottish accent, but well, it's kind of like David Tennant's the same way. Like he's got such a thick brogue, but does English so well. And actually, I think she's one of the ones who does. Like he cannot do American accent. I love him dearly, but he cannot do an American accent. She, on the <laughs> other hand, can. So she's gorgeous. All right, yes. who is your Rex? be funny if we had the uh, same one of those too but i doubt it i doubt it um i so my main criteria for rex is that he's super fucking tall um because rex is six foot six oh my god we chose the same fucking person. stop it no we did not <laughs> you've got to be kidding me did you pick liam hemsworth yes 
I think Liam fucking Hemsworth. Are you fucking kidding me? How do we choose the same people? For I don't both? know, but it's so weird because I was like, I, I even told you before we started, I was going to go Austin Stowell, but for some yeah. reason I went with fucking <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. Here, let me just, oh my God, this is so I fucking crazy. I can't fucking believe that. This is crazy. This is fucking, this is like, once in a lifetime. Oh, God damn, look at this photo. Oh, my Jesus. The I'm, thing is, I need somebody who is tall, who yes. is not lengthy. Let me just send you to see my... Look at the fucking... Oh, my God, we sent the same, the same ones. I literally sent the same fucking pictures. <laughs> Oh, I think our, you know, at this point, our podcast is finished. We're done now because we have, we, we have, we're in the podcast Ouroboros and we are now swallowing our own tail. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> I cannot believe this two, is the first two, time one, that we have both yes. of them, both of both, them. Both, and of Liam Hemsworth, of all the Hemsworths. Because he's younger. Chris Hemsworth is too old. Yeah. Holy gods. Not that Hollywood would not, you know, go and throw him in that role. Oh, yeah. He's 14 years older than they ingenue. Sure. Cool. <gasps> Holy fuck. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to send this one to you. Do it. I mean, my God. That's just, I'm like, I cannot. Yes. 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 Thank oh. you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the spray bottle's coming out. Are you spraying the dog? Oh, yeah, I spray them when they get, like, rowdy. I spray them with the spray bottle. I still cannot believe that we did this. I I didn't think there was a shot in hell that we had both chosen the The same same two people. You know, every so often, I say to Veronica, same brain. You know what I'm gonna you know I'm gonna make it a point is next week or next time we do this, I'm gonna be like, what would Veronica pick? And I'm gonna pick the same fucking thing. I'm gonna make it I'm gonna I make cannot it, fucking believe this. I'm gonna make a point of trying to guess what you're gonna pick and do the same thing. I because literally Austin still down. I was like, nah, let's go, let's go with Hemworth. I mean, of all Jesus. the Hemsworths, of all the Hemsworths, I mean, of all the Hemsworths, you had to walk into my bar. Yeah, you did. It's funny because, like, when I opened Pinterest, I was like, "Wow, there's a lot of Karen Killian and <laughs> Liam Hemsworth." Huh? Huh? Can't imagine why. So weird. Oh, this picture is nice. This picture's. Real nice. Here, let, me nice. Send, let me send this one over to you. Here you go. Enjoy this one. You know, Miley. I don't understand you. I know you want to party in the USA, but I'd like to <laughs> party in the AUS. <clears throat> in somebody's possibly ASS. 
Wow. <laughs> I, that, that ass, wouldn't you want a pet party in that? He's so pretty. I mean, he's... I can't, I think I got hated on, and I think I hated myself at one point on this podcast where I said that everybody but Chris was like a bargain basement Hemsworth. Oh yeah, they're all Liam pretty. Has, he he's grown into his own man. I mean, he's he's not Chris. No, but but that's okay because he's Liam. Yep. And was the other one Sean? I think it's Sean. Was the other I brother? Don't know. Sean's nice looking too. Sean is like way shorter than the rest of them like sean is like my height and the other ones are like giants i love the look on your face because you're you're obviously looking at a picture of him that's gorgeous and you're gonna just now send it to me and i'm okay. gonna like have an org oh jesus <laughs> <clears throat> miley you just being Miley, I get it, but God bless America. This man is gorgeous. You, you had God that. God bless Australia. This man God, is gorgeous. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You had this man behind, between your thighs, and you were like, "Let's just no, it's fine, it's fine." No, actually, you know what? Thank you, because there's more for him to share with the rest of us. It's fine. He does look a lot like Austin Stowell, though. They do they do have a lot of, like... Stage. They do, yeah. Also, I think Austin Stowell is a good choice for this. Okay. I really do. Oh. This picture. Oh, Which is this... God, this... Can I image dress? Here you go. Um, enjoy this one. Didn't I send you a picture? Oh, it was Austin Stowell with a dog. That's why. Oh, my God. Me. That one, my ovaries are still expanding. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they one. are. Oh God! I what is his his uh, his tattoo say? I'm fucking hot as fuck. Is that- I'm hot. I just assume that's what it says. I have no fucking idea. It says, "Come sit on my face." Come gutters. I don't oh know. Jesus! There's one with him in glasses. Oh fuck. Um, I don't know. I can't read it. One come, of the worst oh, does look gutters. like fuck, but I don't. Oh think that's come the case. gutters! Here you go. There's some. Um, there is a picture with him in glasses. Because you're welcome. Okay, so let's say some. I'm gonna say one negative thing about um, uh, uh, Liam Hemsworth. Not a good uh-huh. actor. Not not the greatest actor on the planet. I don't think that matters anymore. <laughs> no, I mean I just want to look at his face, but not the greatest actor on the planet. He's up there with like up there with Scott Eastwood in acting ability. Okay, again, doesn't matter. How hot is Scott Eastwood? Oh, hot! But he also like is up with a sentient plank of wood when it comes to acting. Cut a picture of, of Scott Eastwood's face and paste it on a plank, plank, plank of wood, and there you have a co-star. I think that's all they need. That's all I need. Adam and Eve sponsor us. Okay, let's move on to recommendations. This is such an interesting podcast in an audio medium. Yeah, it's just us looking at pictures getting fucking hot and bothered and and my dog's fighting and me having to like spray them with water. Someone might need to spray one of us with water soon. Wait, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) It went down my bra. I'll bet it did. It did. 
That's what she said. All right, mm-hmm. let us get to recommendations. There it is. Okay. I this is hysterical. I just can't. I cannot get over that we picked fucking two people. What the fuck? And I even I'm made sorry. sure. Like I went and like I try, tend to like not look at when I'm doing it because I did it, I think before you did. So what I try to do is not pay attention to what's on the front page because that will tell me what you've picked last. Right. So yeah, and I I actually try not to look at all. Like I will just automatically type someone's name in. Yeah, like uh, what I'll do like Excuse me. I, I sent you one more photo by the way. La- not last week, maybe the week before what I did was like I actually searched for it was the, the one with Brad Goldstein. I went and mm. searched outside and then just pinned those. I created pins for those. Maybe that's what I'll keep doing going forward. But um I didn't I didn't look at the front page at all. Until afterwards, until I went back into it, and I was like, oh, wait, what? What? what, what? All right, shit. come on, internet. Let me see this gorgeous man. Gorgeous. Okay. Literally, it's taking forever. Oh, damn. Liam Hemsworth with a dog. Hang on. My, I'm, I'm getting old, guys. My ovaries can't take this. I know. They might just burst. It's probably not a good thing. Eh. I'm sorry, guys. I can't do the show. I'm in the emergency room. My ovaries burst from my hotness. ovaries burst. For some reason, it won't let me open it. It just keeps, like... It's like, sad for you. All right. I might have to look at this later, because it will right. not open. Okay, fine. Yeah, neither. It's just, it's like 25% and it won't go any farther. Well, that's some ridiculous bullshit right there. Well, that's some bullshit. Um, I cannot read that tattoo. I'm trying so hard. All right. You know what? Let's move how on. How about this? Just go Google. Hello. Um, Liam, what does Liam Helmsworth's tattoo say? Thank you. <clears throat> the lines are picked from the former President Theodore Roosevelt's speech on citizenship and republic. What the fuck? The line reads in two parts, which is the first part tattooed on Hemsworth's reading. If he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly. And the second part, ta- oh Jesus, tattooed on Miley Cyrus reading, so that his place shall never... Oh. We're just going to forget that part. Yep. Be those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. I love it. I love that that line. I'd love it. I do too. Yeah. But let's, yeah, we'll just go for that first part. Just going to go for the first half. Awesome. So, um, close Pinterest. Yeah. Since I can't open them anymore. I cannot focus. Okay. Um, all right. So what, let's go to recommendations. What are you recommending my dear? Okay. Jesus God. All right. Um, so because our friend of the show, E.L. Coslow, uh, was supposed to release uh, her newest book, Bound by Words, um, I forget, last week or this week, um, but there are some Amazon issues. And mm-hmm. so it's supposed to come out like next week. But the point is, um, we had received ARCs of um, all, like this entire series. Yeah foreplay and then mark Mark. my words and then bound um 
and I had just I had read foreplay, but had never gotten to Mark. And so now I'm reading Mark My Words. So that's what I'm reading. I I'm a few chapters in. Very good. Um, yeah. It's very good. You had already read it and wrote a review about mm-hmm. it, but I just hadn't gotten there yet. So I'm finally getting there because um, I want to read Bound when it's finally released. We, ta- yeah. we have a version of it. I don't know if it's the final version. Right. Of it, and but... I'm going to wait till the final before I write yeah. my review, which it could possibly be next week. I don't know. I have it on my calendars next week, but mm-hmm. we will see. Uh, but I will write yeah. a review because I've read it already. I've read the initial um, and I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I'm it's pretty stoked. Increasing in spiciness, so um, which I actually I had a lot of that book on our spicy um, database, but I actually hid it. So when her book comes out, I will unhide it so I can tell you all the spicy things that happen in it. But I'm not very excited. I'm not going to tell you right now. Very excited. Cool. That's what uh, I'm reading. What are you reading? So I just wrote a review of Hearts of Briarwall uh, by Krista Johnson. Um, it is a clean romance. And clean by the, the sense of they don't have sex. But I, in my review, I met... Okay, so it's about this woman. Her name's Lydia. Um, she's, like, t- going to be 21 years old. And like, she's like her and her brother are pretty much orphans. Like they're, they're well to do. They have like, they have money. It's 1905 in England. And so they have money, but they're, both of their parents died in a motor car accident. There were motor cars back then? Oh yeah. 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 That's the the whole story is about. It's pretty much like she's obsessed with motor cars Okay. and um, she's ridden in them. She wants to learn how to drive. But it's, it's very much like there's the suffragist part of it because within 15 years, the women have the right to vote. In, right. I did not know this, and I'm the worst history nerd, that they didn't get the right to vote till like 19, or 1926 in England. Oh. Later than us. However. We were ahead of anything? We were ahead of them with that. However, they were ahead of us with property rights. But, oh. I go into that a little bit actually in the first. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. So they have a um, they have there's a uh, there's a marriage act. It was out in 1982. Again, read my review. I talk about that a little bit because I'm a nerd. But <laughs> so the whole story is like is her brother who is like her um, pretty much who her only family who helped raise her who is like kind of like a sick in the mud. They call him at one point. He's so gorgeous. They call him Apollo. And, um, like, his friends from school because he's, like, a Grecian god, but at the same time untouchable. Um, okay. And he treats her like a child because he still he sees her as – because he's, he's a good amount – like, there's, like, a good age gap. It's, like, not 10 years, but it's, like, maybe 8 or 7. So okay. he still sees her as a little girl. And she's like, dude, I'm 20 years old now. Um, I'm an adult. I'm running a household. Um, so you got that. And then a friend of his comes to like deliver a business proposal and falls pretty head over heels. They both fall in love with each other very quickly. And it's, it's very engaging and very sweet. And I have to say like, I, I actually, in my review talked about, I talk about the, the clean romance, like, yes, I understand. It's not my, usually my forte, but I give like, um, a quote like a whole group uh, block quote from the book about their first kiss and it's hot and i said i'm guessing <laughs> this is more than elizabeth darcy got elizabeth got from darcy 
before he put out a ring on it. Like they didn't I'm kiss. Sure. So like this is like, you know, hands on hips and things like that. And like it's it's I think it's you know, I, I think for the suffrage stuff and the women's rights stuff, hundred percent. I would recommend. I think All it's right. Yeah, like you you feel for her. You really do feel like um if anybody who's ever had like that, that feeling of like not being enough or not feeling like they're adult enough and no one taking them seriously, you'll like this book. All right. Cool. Yeah. What are you listening to? Do my dear. So, um, I've, as anyone who is like a avid listener, listener of the show, um, you would know that I go back and forth with whether or not I've actually been listening to any podcasts. Because I just can't. I just don't have a lot of time. Anyway, um, I have a friend who has a podcast that I intermittently listen to. Not because I don't love her. I definitely love her. Um, it's just that, again, time. Times. Anywho, she has a podcast called the UFO Rabbit Hole Podcast. Uh, we will link to it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. I also just remembered what we were going to link to, by the way. It's COVID okay. tests. Um so, anywho, she, my friend Kelly, my girl, uh, she talks about, like, legit UFO shit, man. And it's pretty cool. Um, it's just her doing a shitload of research. And if you've paid any attention to, um, you know, what's been going on in the, in the country um, over the last couple of years in particular... Um, there's a lot of shit going on. So she goes through it. And um, the thing that I really love about it is the research aspect. Like she legitimately is going through a lot of um, like declassified documents and shit. It's really fascinating. So 10 out of 10 recommend the UFO rabbit hole with Kelly Chase. Um, so it, did she used to like, you know, like X-Files and stuff like that too? Or... You know, I don't know that she and I have ever talked about that, but I would not be surprised if she liked it. Hmm. Um, I was going to try to find the name of that fucking person that Knowledge Pite always like they talk to. Was <gasps> Oh, yeah. Carrie. Hey, Carrie. <laughs> oh, my yep. God. It's not very far from her name. Can I do it on this? Can I can I say her name? Or does she use know. her name on her podcast? That's her name. Kelly Chase. Okay. Can I go, hey, Kelly? <laughs> like, Jordan goes, yeah. hey, hi, Carrie. <laughs> hi, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Cool, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, if, if Kelly awesome. listens to this, you should also listen to, to Knowledge Fight because they do talk to Carrie something. Kennedy? Kel- something like that? I forget her name. But she likes UFOs also. But she's certifiably crazy she's insane she's insane she um actually like gets most of her info from a convicted murderer so um there you go yep but um i I enjoy it i'm going to be checking it out because that's it's like right up my alley um yeah i figured you would like it it's good the other thing that's right up my alley is what i've been listening to which is dr dad i figured um so i i all right so on our persuasion episode, I said that my my bright spot was Doctor Death. Um, I did. So the bad the the downside is if you want to listen to season two and three of Doctor Death, you have to get a Wondria account, which I will get it for 
<laughs> for Dr. Death and maybe some other things and possibly get rid of it. But um, season two is will blow your fucking mind. Season two of Dr. Death, because season one is about um, Dr. Christopher Dunch and there's a, um, a doc on um, Peacock. Um, and there's also like a doc dramatization on Peacock with Joshua Jackson, Christian Slater, and Alec Baldwin. Again, you listen to, to Persuasion, I've talked about it. Um, season two is about a doctor who was giving people chemotherapy and chemotherapy drugs and radioactive drugs who did not have cancer. Um, he, they're thinking that he probably affected not only, I mean, like he killed a number of people, but possibly affected 500 people of his patients. The, the third season is about, um, I'm, I'm on it. I haven't finished. I'm like two, two episodes in, um, it's Paolo, uh, Macchiati. I think his name is, I have to look at the name. I'm, I'm I'm not saying that right, but what he is, is it's called, it's like the, it's called the miracle worker. Because what he does and what he did was he supposedly created like fake esophagi for like esophageal um, uh, pieces and parts that they were made out of plastic. So for like children who were born without parts of their esophagus, he could replace it. And they was supposedly like the, the, the children were dying. Okay. And unfortunately, the documentarian who, like, found him, like, she was, like, she got, like, a, hey, check this guy out sort of thing. Like, he's, he was legit. Like, he was, he had all the credentials, whatever. She ended up falling in love with him and marrying him. Awesome. This story just keeps getting better. Yeah. So, um, and you feel so bad for this woman because we're, he is, talking about grooming, that's what he did. Like, he found her at her most vulnerable. Like she, her ex-husband was literally dying, like her child's father. Like she goes like, I, we were together, but like he gave me my child. Like we were still in a good place. Like we could be friends and he was dying. And so he preyed upon that and it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. So, um, I would, I would totally recommend it. There are a number of different, um, podcast on Wondery. I would recommend Generation Y is really great on that too. Um, there's so many. If you have the Wondery app, go for it. Jeez. Sorry, I'm the Debbie Downer. Coolio. Usually it's me. It's kind of surprising. It's nice. Yeah. I to mean, be honest. I, again, in my poor SL Prater review, I was like, is there any reason I've been watching fucking Dateline and Super Sad documentaries? No reasons. No reasons. No reasons because I live in a hellscape. The world is not on fucking fire. fire. Literally on fire. Parts of Europe are on fucking fire as we speak. Cool. Melting Um, quite literally. Yeah. There is is literally a video of somebody riding the fucking train into, I think it was Madrid, and riding through fire. Uh, Someone that I work with messaged me not too long ago and was like, hey, um, quick question. Uh, Is it normal for your streets to be on fire? Oh, you mean. And sent me an Instagram reel of the flats, like a street just on fire. And I was like, oh, yes, I saw this. Um, No, not normal. Well, how about um, in a large majority of Europe, they had to spray water on the streets because they were fucking melting. 
Climate change is real. What about the polar bears, Daddy? All right, cool. What about the polar bears? All right, what, what about... are we coming up? What, 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 what's coming up for us? Okay. It's going to be an Good. exciting month. We're going to close out beautiful Penny Reed month. I mean, honestly, every July might just need to be Penny Reed month. Um, it's okay. my birthday. You know what? Happy birthday, Ray. It's Penny Reed month. Now, upcoming, super fucking excited in August. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things to be excited about. Lots of things. Uh, August 9th, our episode will be finally Book Lovers from Emily Henry. Mm-hmm. After that, Lee is coming back for husband material. So excited. Oh, that's what we're going to watch. We'll watch after the, we, we finish. I'm oh, going to yeah, show okay. you the trailer. We didn't do the trailer before. We'll do it. That's fine. We'll do it after. And then uh, we'll do it live. that's... We'll do it. We'll do it live. Um, so that's August twenty third, and then September sixth, we're doing Road to Fire by Maria Louise. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we will begin Hispanic Heritage Month. So we have some ideas, but we have not nailed any of them down yet um, for who we will choose. But you know, forthcoming. We might have an MM. That would be awesome. I like that one you sent me. Okay, good. Very exciting. I'm very excited. excited. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, Ray, where can people find us? Oh, fuck. Ah, fuck. Do All right. right. I, no, I got it. I got it. All right. You can go to our website, which is chickletbookclubpodcast.com. <laughs> we also have some merch. Guys, I have not put up our new shirt, but you're going to fucking love it when I put it up. That's a shoe song, I think, maybe, possibly. All right. Sure. It is chiclet <laughs> chicletbookclubpodcast.threadless.com our twitter is at chicletpodcast our tiktok is chicletbookclub our pinterest is chicletbookclubpodcast our email is chicletbookclubpodcast at gmail.com our instagram is chicletbookclubpodcast our youtube is our fucking youtube which um check out our youtube we're, we're trying to a keep it state a lot of people are listening to youtube yeah for I mean, a podcast we, yeah. which kind of surprises me yeah Leave, you know, leave messages if you want to yes, do there, because Comment. I know it's tougher to probably do it on like the regular, the on the regs, but if you want to do it on YouTube, we have been responding to people on mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, we also have a Patreon, so please support us on the Patreon or, or go fund me. I mean, don't you want to subject me to like fucking more pain? More reading? More reading. We are the worst. I mean, pain meaning like my life is a fucking hellscape that I can't get out of. Again, the worst. The worst. I I literally had to say no to things because I was like, to books, uh, to read, because I was like, I, I have no time. Thank you. Thank you, but Time no. is stupid. Time is a flat circle. It is. Cool. Ray? Yeah? How do we end this thing? In the most annoying way possible! <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. No, hold on. Stop. Oh, wait. What? It's special for Penny Reed Month. Remember? Right. Yeah. Ready? Okay. (gasps) Penny Penny No, it's 
like I'm a part of the emergency broadcast system. Oh my god! <laughs> like, oh, it's 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 finally the big one, guys! It's finally the big one. <laughs> Someone, it's like, holy shit! We gotta go to the cellar. <laughs> so go to the go to designated areas. <laughs> Someone is currently evacuating. Case file. Case file butterflies. Case file butterflies. Veronica suddenly found some lung capacity. <laughs>